0: Welcome to Education Beyond the Classroom. I'm your host, Allison Schaefer. And it has been a hot minute, actually a super hot minute. August 24th is the last time I've been on here, and I apologize. I got some things in the work for you, in the works for you. So I'm just going to keep moving on because we are on our last episode of Human Trafficking Series Part 2, and it's an eye-opening one. And the topic is why do victims stay? I often get asked in my small group presentations, um, why can't they just escape and stay away from the trafficking situation? There's a plethora of reasons and I'm going to shine the light on it. First, I'm going to kick this off with a quote from Harriet Tubman. And most of us know who Harriet Tubman was and the movement that she had long ago during the slavery period when... um, this is 1860s, Um, she actually helped a lot of slaves escape. But this is her quote, and it so rings true during our modern day slavery era right now. Here's what she said, if I could have convinced more slaves that they were slaves, I could have freed thousands more. Now, most, most of us know that she did an amazing job to help the slaves get out of their um, atrocity and being used and abused, but um, she feels like if people really knew that they were being slaves, then she could have helped more, because lo and behold, as sad as it is, some people are not aware that they are actually slaves. Let's dive in. And I'm going to start off, besides the quote, I'm going to start off talking about Stockholm Syndrome. So I'm going to share this quick story. Uh, oh, it's a condensed story about the how Stockholm Syndrome came to be. So back in 1973 in Stockholm, Sweden, a bank robbery took place in which four of the hostages not only knew their captors as strangers, but the men who held the key to life and death for them. They who are the captors, Olson and Olafson controlled everything about their lives, including where and what they ate, where and how much they slept, where and when they went to the bathroom, and how safe they felt. There was a five-day standoff with the police and the robbers, during which the hostages grew to defend the robbers, and thought the police were the enemies and would cause harm. So after the rescue of the hostages, which occurred when tear gas was launched into the vault and they all came out, the hostages claimed they were frightened of police and identified more with their captors. So with time, which it was a six-month time frame, the hostages were willing to testify against their captors. This was how Stockholm Syndrome began. It is very, very similar to a trauma bond that traffickers create with their victims. So the victim is brainwashed. They are on autopilot with someone else controlling the switches. They they have attachment between the hostage and captor, and that is the rule during that situation. And the captor not only instills fear in the victim, but a gratitude for being allowed to be alive. So that is what took place with Stockholm Syndrome and also takes place as a trauma bond with the traffickers and the victims. So how does it get to this point, you guys? How does the brainwashing occur? It starts with the traffickers' abuse and then controlling. I want want you to hang on to that word because that, my friends, is the worst. That is the most prevalent in all these, the Stockholm, the Trauma Bond, etc. They, the traffickers, control their victims through fear, intimidation, and usually it starts with verbal abuse, then it'll go to physical abuse and torture. It becomes a very powerful shackle. Very powerful, and the trafficker is looked at as a source of rewards, positive compliments, more drugs in some cases, and a sense of safety, which is a false safety. So the victim believes that they need them. So the victim looks to them for that positive input to their lives, so to speak, but yet they're living in a hellacious situation. So the trafficker is a master manipulator and controller of the victim's life. Many victims fall into the Stockholm Syndrome that I just shared, and it's also known as a trauma bond. So they create that trauma bond situation. So I'm going to share a few other points As to why victims stay, and I'm hoping that this is helping shed light on your questions as far as why victims stay. So, victims are hyper vigilant with respect to a captor's needs or beliefs, and they identify with a captor's perspective on the world. They experience intense, intense gratefulness for small kindness from their captors, such as uh, the captor or the abuser not administering a beating when expected, because the captor or abuser holds the power of life and death over them, like I said earlier. So this triggers a sense of dependence and helplessness by the victim. Another reason is um, a telltale sign of human trafficking is that traffickers often has the trafficker has possession of the victim's identification, the driver's license, social se- security card, passport, etc. So when the trafficker strips away these forms of identification, it makes it much more difficult for the victims to leave or seek assistance another reason why they stay even if it, if even if the victim wants to leave and they have the uh, uh, opportunity to escape they fear they fear of reprisal against their loved ones or themselves if they if they are ever found by their captor and so that may convince them to stay Ultimately, the fear of what could happen if they leave can become much greater than the fear of what has happened or is happening to to them in captivity. So those are just a few reasons as to why they stay. So human trafficking thrives. It thrives on ignorance, you guys. Thrives on ignorance, silence, and secrecy. Every one of you has a voice and an opportunity to speak up and not let the silence happen during this atrocity. So earlier I did a a video for Facebook and I talked about speak up. Speak up to friends, family, colleagues, and community leaders to help end modern-day slavery. That wraps it up for today, and I really appreciate you guys jumping on and taking the time to listen to Why Victims Stay. And if you haven't listened to all my um, podcasts and my episodes on human trafficking, go back. Check it out. You will learn a lot, and you can use your voice, and you can speak up. And remember, always take care of yourself. Never, ever stop learning, because it is the essence of life. And we will catch you on the flip side. You take care of yourselves. Peace out.